yeah, he did die. Okay, cool. I, but, but I'm convinced that him, um, uh, uh, Tupac, and Biggie Smalls are all, are, are all still alive. Didn't they do something where recently where they said that, uh, oh, Andy Kaufman was still alive? Yeah, I yeah. I, I just, yeah, that. I just see that too, yeah. No one, no, no one, no one ever actually dies. Yeah. Because, just... because, like, because, like, one, one, once you reach a certain level of fame, mm-hmm. your your brand is kind of immortality or something like that. You know, yeah. it's, it, it, it's just like deep, dark cabal secret or something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, so I've been recording this whole time. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Person About Town. I'm Kenise, and here today we are at the Middle East. Hi, uh, this is Max Bowen of Sue uh, of, uh, Blackout on WEMF Radio. Nice. Thank okay. you. So what made you choose? We're going to walk through the Middle East. They did give me permission, so if they ask me what I'm doing, I'm just going to be like, you said I could do this. Um, So we're going to kind of walk through this space, uh, and you're going to tell me why this is your favorite place in Boston. All right. Right? Okay. Yeah. So why this is my favorite space in Boston? Because this place has some of the best shows I have have ever been to. Uh, This is the place to go, whether you do, like, Metal, hip hop, uh, folk, rock, etc. It's it's just the place to go. They have, they have shows of all kinds. You got the two floors, so you, so you got variety there, and the food here is awesome. The staff are super cool, very chill. You know, I've 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 never gone here and said, "Wow, this was a complete waste of my time." Really? I no, never. So, what would you say is your favorite show that you've been to here so far? Oh God, that is a hard question, but I will uh, say. Um, that would be the show with, uh, with actually these guys, um, uh, Walter Sigurd and the Army of Broken Toys. And that was them, uh, Prote- uh, sorry, uh, Plantoid, the Your Moms, Dave Crespo's After Party, and I'm probably blanking on the fifth band. I'm sorry about that, whoever you are. Um, but that was a phenomenal show because it just really exemplified the diversity of the Middle East because you had such a wide range of bands and just wide range of styles and just like and just like um, wide range of like stage shows. So that to me is really what makes the Middle East so awesome because the shows they have are all over the place. I mean I've I've seen like like death metal shows, I've seen hip hop shows, I've seen like folk shows. So they're all over the place and that's what makes it just so cool. So you know a lot about music working at Citywide Blackout. So tell me, how did you get into that? All of it, like music starting when you were young and then now into radio? Um, well, musically, I mean, I've always been like a music fan and I've, and I've always listened to everything. I mean, I grew up listening to like um, everything from um, MC Hammer to Aerosmith. Uh, there, was, there, there, there was a period where, where I was huge into like metal and death metal, um, Nile, Shadows Fall, uh, Eternal Suffering. I don't know half of these bands. <laughs> Uh, Soylent Green, uh, Cradle of Filth. There are all these like huge like metal bands that, that, that I was I was big into. Still into metal, but I've I've kind of uh, diversified where I'm now listening to everything from like folk to R and B. I think actually uh, driving up here, I was listening to um, uh, Michael Jackson. Huge, yeah, huge fan. Yeah, exactly, huge fan of his. So musically, I've I've always been very like diverse, but. The radio thing is actually a pretty uh, a funny story. So I got into radio while I was over in the Philippines for a month. Why were you in the Philippines for a month? I don't remember. It's all no, I do. I do remember. I do remember. Um, I was actually there for. Um, the, I, w- I was actually there for this um, exchange program through the Rotary Club, 
and then they take young, young uh, uh, professionals, I guess I qualify for some reason. And I got to and I got to go over there for a month and just kind of study how my job is do, is done over there. So I got so at the at the time I was strictly doing um uh, uh print journalism, but I got to also be on a few a few radio shows, and you know it's just talking about like you know my my experience here, how I like the Philippines. I love it by the way. I want to go back. It's a, it's a great place. And I got back to the states. I thought I love radio. I want to do that for a job. And I kid you not, two weeks later. I get called by an AM station in Lowell, WCAP, asking me to come on and do a local spot for the for for, um, uh, for one of the elections. And she kind of went from there. I said, "Guys, I love doing this. Can I do? Can I have a show?" And they said, "Yeah, you can." So I started doing this 15-minute uh, morning news program once a week. It blew up to being uh, two hours before too long. Nice. Yeah, everything from like politics, business, entertainment, everything. And uh, around the same time. I saw an ad for an online station that, w- that was looking for DJs, and I auditioned, passed, started doing uh, CY Blackout, and five years later, we're still here. That's fantastic. Yeah. A lot of online radio stations have not lasted nearly that long. Well, we've actually like bounced around um, from station to station. Um, right now, we're on um, WEMF Radio, and the people running that are really, really in tune with the local scene here, not just in terms of... Um, music, but in terms of like film, theater, politics, there really are everything that makes like Boston so great. That's fantastic. All right, let's walk a little bit deeper into the space. Uh, describe what we're seeing as we walk. So where we are now is um, the Middle East uh, upstairs. It's actually divided into like t- to two uh, restaurants. Where we are now is what's known as um, uh, The Corner, and they do a lot of shows here actually. Most of them free, or you're like a few bucks. And they'll do uh, reggae nights, they'll do kind of folk nights, they'll, I've seen them do um, Americana nights. So again, great diversity of shows all over the place. And it's just like, you know what, walk in here on some, on some random night, you won't be disappointed. Uh, I actually have been to the comedy open mic that happens here on Tuesdays, and you're right. Always not like it's always a pleasure, and it's always interesting because it's right off Central Square. So yes. how do you think being in Central Square affects the Middle East? I think it's really entirely positive because they, uh, because they number one, they, they can kind of reach out to the schools around here if they, if they do 18-plus um, shows or all-ages shows, which I, I know they do. Um, so you've got you know, you know, MIT down the street. You, you've got Harvard not too uh, far away. But the fact is that this place is also very uh, friendly for whether you're a pedestrian or driving because there's tons of parking around here, a lot of it free or cheap. Right off the, city, uh, the, central, the Central Square T-stop, you've got Kendall down the road. So it's very easy to get to. I know, I know people kind of like, you know, complain about, oh, your spot is so hard to uh, get around. It's not that hard to get around. If there's a will, there's a way, and you got to find the will to get out of here and go to shows. So I talked to Joe, who's the manager. We'll see if this works to just be able to walk around in cool. there. I have no idea if it's All going right. to, though. It Let's could, do it. It's, it's an adventure. Exactly. Okay, so on Tuesday, Joe said that we could record the podcast and just like walk around the space for like 15 minutes. Is that... Oh, Joe is BS. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, oh, wait. You want to actually... Do you have an ID on you? Uh, yeah, sure. Also, your name might be on a list of some sort. I doubt it because I came on Tuesday and it was Joe and Chestnut over on the other side. Okay. And they were like... Uh, Joe, the owner, was like, yeah, oh, do Joe's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> do whatever. It's fine. Just tell them I said it's okay. So, yeah, yeah. Fine. Okay. All right. I believe you. Thank it's you. early enough that I believe you. Yeah. 
What's your last name, though? Mowgli. Mowgli? Yeah, M O B L E Y. We're recording a podcast if you want to say hey. Hey. <laughs> it's just about Boston. I mean, I don't see it, but whatever. Boston's great. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a time. <laughs> Thank you very uh, much. Put out your right hands, both of you. We're here for the 2016 annual Friendship Revival Party. Everybody's having a good time. All right, so I've actually never been down to the downstairs part. You're in for a treat. Uh, so the downstairs part is where they do some of their uh, bigger shows. I'm not too sure of the exact capacity, but I think it's something like uh, 500 or so. Wow. And as you can see, we're going through the doors right now. There's, there's a reason why it's that high. This place is massive. Um, I've seen this place packed to the gills. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it just, you know, again shows the draw of the local bands here. People just pour out for shows. I mean, this, this place, I think some of my, again, some of my, like, favorite shows have, have been down here and on a Friday or a Saturday night it's crazy okay. it's just controlled chaos but it's fun chaos there's like even a disco ball and stars on the floor it's pretty cool I mean let's walk over to this bar section so where are you from originally um, originally originally I was um, born and raised in Salem Mass uh, lived there for a little while, and then, and then, I, and then I was down in Hanover, which is on the South Shore, for about 20-odd years. I've uh, been in Boston since 2007. Started off in the Fenway area. How was that? Um, that was chaos, but nowhere near as controlled and nowhere near as fun. Yeah, whenever there's like a Red Sox game, I was like, oh my god, is my card going to get flipped over? I just know it is. Didn't, it, it never happened. Okay, good. But there were definitely some nights where I was like, okay, fingers crossed, let's hope it works. Do you ever, do they flip cars both when they win and lose, or is it just when they win? I think it's more, more when they win, actually, because, okay. they're, because they're feeling like, oh, yeah, we won, celebrating, <laughs> flip this car, cool. I remember, actually, the night when um, the Patriots lost the Super Bowl, I think it was 2009 or something like that. It was right after they had the big riots when the Red Sox won, and the police were out in force. They were like... You know, like like every cop's out, SWAT teams were out, the uh, the horse unit was out, seriously. And the pass lost, and we're like, okay, here we go. Nothing happened. But if they had won, you think it would have been a different story? I think it might have been, actually. Yeah, it, it, it was a really big night, but they lost. I get outside, and like, everyone's just kind of, you know, shuffling along, slowly like, oh, this is sad. They're too depressed to riot. <laughs> All right, well, that's cool, too. Nice. Yeah. So what originally brought you to Boston? Um... My friends, honestly, because as time passed, more and more of my friends moved out to the moved out to the uh, um, the city. So I said, you know what, I gotta get out of here. I mean, I love the city. I was already like just like infected with this love of Boston. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going out here. Fantastic. I never regretted it. Never. So what about the city do you love? Like you've been to the Philippines, you've been to other places. What about Boston in particular? You're like, this is the place. I would say it's because there's just so much going on here. You know, I mean, you, I mean, along with live music, you've got, you know, theater of all kind happening here. Um, I've been to local film festivals. I've been to, like, stage shows. There's comedy nights, as you, as you mentioned earlier. There's, like, uh, food festivals. There, there's just everything. So much going on here. Boston is also a very, like, nerdy city. So if you have been, I mean, they'll do, like, 
anime nights, they have like board game nights, magic nights, all kinds of stuff. So it's a kind of place that appeals to everyone. So you mentioned that you work at Citywide Blackout, which is actually how I know you. So I understand how you got started there, but like, what are some of the crazy things that have happened there? Like when I was there, there was a band playing, and it was it was pretty intense. But like, what are some of the things that you're like? All right, when I think back on what I do, this is the thing that pops up. Oh, geez. Um, let's see. I would say okay. One thing that that really comes to mind is when we had. Um, uh, uh, Walter Sticker and the Army of uh, Broken Toys on the show, they played live for us. And, and it was just so amazing because, because they just put so much heart into it. You know, I mean, they weren't, you know, at a show. They were, they were here playing for us. And they just did, they put their all into it. And I loved it. Um, I think actually one of the funnier parts is we actually, so, so we're um, a talk show. We talk a lot. We play music. And we'll, like, have bands play live. But we once had someone calling in complaining that we were talking too much. On a talk show. Yeah, yeah. She, she, yeah, we, we, we just take the call, and she's like, you're, you're talking too much. Play more music. <laughs> Click. And we, and for like, the, ne the next, like, 30 seconds, we were like, what the hell was that all about? Yeah. And we spent five minutes just tearing into it. We're like, oh, we're talking too much. Huh? Well, well, we're just so sad. We'll talk some more about that. <laughs> so, there, so there was that. Um, one of the best, I think, one, one of the coolest times, we had um, Giorgio Sukalos on the show. He's a host of the History Channel show Ancient Ancient Aliens. Interesting. Yeah, uh, one one of my friends got him on, and this guy's a big star. You know, he's known he's known like all over the place. We had him on for a solid hour. We got like, t we 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 also got something like thirty phone calls. People, everyone wants to talk to this guy. We had this one poor soul who tried to call in five times, could never get on because we had so many other other callers. But it was the most amazing time. And Giorgio has been on so many shows. He said, "You guys." This was the best show I've ever, I've ever been on. That's fantastic. And that's meant so much to us because because this guy can, can definitely like speak to like being on shows. Yeah. So what are what are some of the most interesting things he had to say about ancient aliens? We actually got to drop the bomb that he'd been renewed for a fifth season. Oh, nice. That was a big deal because because like no one knew about it. It was even like kind of rumored, but no one knew. And we got to say yes, officially confirmed, season five is happening. Very yeah, nice. Was definitely one of like the uh, uh, the coolest thing, and he was just so like laid back, you know. He was just so mellow and cool, you know. I think that just really speaks to him, like as a person, mm -hmm. and just. All right, so we've been downstairs for a little while. Yep. Let's walk. Uh, so one of my favorite things to do here is actually okay. to walk through that back kitchen area. Okay, cool. Kind of in the Goodfellas sense, oh, where you right. just like, do you, I mean, do you know the scene I'm talking about? I don't know. So in Goodfellas, there's a scene where. Um, Ray Liotta and his uh, lady come in through the back way, sure. and they go through this elaborate tunnel of like the kitchen and this like stock area and everything. Cool. Uh, but it always reminds me of this right here. Thank you so much. So when you're in this section and the bathroom is taken, we just walk through the kitchen. We're walking through the kitchen right now. Hey. What are you doing here? Recording a podcast. It's Tuesday? Yeah. It's Tuesday? Oh my god. We've all we made a horrible mistake. Oh my god. <laughs> Fired from what? So what is this section called? So this is, uh, I guess uh, this would be the main restaurant for the Middle East. Lots of people, if they're just coming in to, to, uh, to eat, this is uh, uh, where they would go. It's also the, the main area before the Middle East upstairs, which is just uh, uh, behind us. So 
a lot of folks who will be here if they're going to be playing tonight or if they're like here for a show. They'll come in early, gra uh, grab some food, which is, which is awesome, by the way. Food here is amazing. And then they're, and then they're off to the races. So we're going to walk down this way. I also talked to the people at TT De Bears. They were like, ugh, whatever. I just assumed they were being like really hipster about it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they were like, you can, I mean, if you feel like it could work. So I was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> cool. Okay, well. Let's see. Uh, all right. All right, so while we're walking, I'll get some of the questions I normally ask. Okay. So if you were, do you plan on staying in Boston for the foreseeable future? Yes, I'm actually moving to a new place in uh, Somerville, Union Square, actually uh, tomorrow. So we'll see how uh, that goes. What? Okay, so where did you live before and why are you moving to Somerville? Uh, I lived in, uh, in uh, uh, Brighton before this mm -hmm. and I'm moving because Brighton is just so damned expensive. Really? It's pretty pricey. Well, I'm a journalist, as the old saying goes, no one gets into our line of work for the money. Right. So it, it just got to a point where I said, okay, I, I got to go. I got to get, get out of here. It's becoming way too expensive. I love Brighton, though. It's a great city. But it's got to a point where it's like, okay, well, if I don't want to eat, I can probably stay here. <laughs> so I'm moving to Somerville with two awesome friends, Casey and Emily. What's up? <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so psyched. It's going to be so awesome. Union Square, right near everything. So I, I cannot wait to be there because I love Somerville. I don't get out there often enough. There's so much happening there, too. Music, film, just events and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Ah, I cannot wait. <laughs> So what are some of the places that you that may become your favorite in Somerville? Oh, God. Um, I think definitely um, uh, the Somerville Theater because they do a lot of, like, old movies, uh, indie movies. It's a great place to go. Uh, Johnny D's. Oh, my God. Amazing shows happen there. Uh, the Davis Square Theater. Again, amazing shows, but they also do theater, too. Oh, really? And, it, and it's actually, like, set up l like, like a theater. So there's plenty of places to sit, which is actually kind of rare when you uh, uh, go to a show. You know, you got to stand for the whole time. Four hours later, feet are killing you. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to be able to just, like, sit down, chill, and watch a show. Uh, the Somerville Theater, the movie theater also. Yes. Yeah. Cheapest yeah. tickets in the city if you go before 6. Oh, yes. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, definitely. And, and actually, they serve beer. Which is perfect for, for when you watch, like, horror movies and whatnot. Actually, um, a good buddy of mine, um, uh, Chris Halleck, man, what's up? Uh, he has done. A, he's he's organized a slew of different like film festivals and screenings. Oh really? Some for like indie films. Some for yeah, like he did this like um, this like Midnight Madness summer movie screening. I got to, I got to watch Jaws and Jaws two back to back. I Best have never seen ever. Jaws two. It's a good movie. The third one, don't see it unless you're really drunk because it's just dumb. So wait, is it this? They blow the shark up at the end. Oh, uh, spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Like, is it just another? Crazy shark, or it's another crazy shark. Yeah, I think it's like they kind of hint that it's the shark's mate or its kid or some damn thing. It's out for revenge. Yeah, I know, I know. It's it's pretty ridiculous, but it's really good. The third one is when you start to wonder why God why God hates you so much that He would make you watch this. That's that's curious. All right, we're gonna try walking in, uh, and hopefully they don't yell at us too much. All right. Hello. Um, I asked. It could have been you earlier about the podcast. We just wanted to stand in here for like five minutes and have a quick conversation. Thank you. All right. So we talked about what your favorite show was at the Middle East. What's your favorite show that you've seen here? You know, I'm going to actually reference a show that I saw shortly after I got to Boston. It was, um, it was a show with um, uh, The Grown Up Noise and I think The Hands Off Love Affair. 
I may be wrong about that one, but, but it was actually the first time I saw the, uh, uh, the Grown Up Noise. Great kind of like folk jam band, um, and, and they're just an, an amazing band. I've been a fan of theirs for years. We actually just had them on the show the other night. So they're a very eclectic group. Um, and, and, and one of the cool things they do during their shows is they will actually get up and everyone will like switch instruments. That takes some talent. Yeah, it really does. I think except for the drummer. I think, I think she stays where she is. But everyone else kind of like gets up and swaps instruments. And it's a pretty cool show. And they're actually playing, they, they've actually just released a new album, The Problem with Living in the Moment. And they're doing a show on Saturday at the Armory in, in, um, in, in uh, Somerville. So that's also kind of close to where you're going to be living. It'd be very close, actually, which is why I love it so much. <laughs> so are there any shows here coming up that you're looking forward to? Ah, geez, at TT's, um, see, I don't usually plan that far ahead when it comes to shows. Usually, like, Monday rolls around, I'll, I'll see, like, what's happening on the, on the, uh, the weekend. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, I don't, I can't, I can't think of anything on the top of my head, but if you ask me Monday, I'm sure I'll have something for you. <laughs> Got it. So, I feel like this club has been here for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is this, like, a historical club, would you say? I would say it's, I would say it's got a lot of history, actually. Um, if, you, if you look at the pictures along the walls, there's a ton of, ban of, uh, of bands there. The Dead Milkman, the Outlets, there's some more along, along this one, um, uh, Soul Asylum. So, yeah, it, it's definitely got some history. I mean, I've been coming here since, since like, before I got to Boston, and I've been loving it. You know, it's a great place, very well laid out. You know, you got, like, two bars. You've got kind of, like, a side area here. If you're here to, like, talk to someone, you can do that, and... I just love it. They, they, they've actually had some nights where they'll, they'll have like two shows going on because the side area here has a very small stage too. So, oh. I have uh, never been here before. Oh my god! I know. Oh, they've got Buck Hunter. My family, for some reason, like my family is all like women about my size. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason. We love the game Big Bug it? Hunter. Like every holiday, we'll find a place that has it, and then we'll go shoot it fake deer. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of playing uh, Oregon Trail when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Just like just shooting like like twenty buffalo. It's like I'm extinguishing a species here. This is great. It's very effective in uh, extinguishing species. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So before you mentioned how much you liked the food at Middle East. Yes. Uh, often this podcast ends with either getting a drink, or getting something to eat. So I am going to treat you to food. Oh my god, you are absolutely wonderful. Best host ever. <laughs> Yay! And that's saying something since you're also a host. Yeah. Well, you know, no talent. That's it, basically. No talent uh, when I see it. <laughs> so how, you've lived in Boston for a while now. How yep. have you seen the city change besides just the prices in Boston, or in Brighton? <laughs> uh, let's see, how's the city change? I would say it's gotten a lot better, really. I mean, you've, you've seen. I mean, you've seen. Unfortunately, some businesses closing. Right now, we're passing uh, Hi-Fi Pizza and Subs, very much a staple in this area because they're open to like two in the morning, and like after a show, you come out, you're kind of hammered, you get, you got to like sober up for for either like the drive or the uh, or the the walk home. Boom, that's where you go. Unfortunately, it's closed now because apparently it was it was like viciously under code. So I think it's going to be a clover place when it reopens or something like that. Here it's going to be like a more like um, a health food kind oh, of place. That's definitely a strange transition. It's a weird transition, but hopefully it'll work, you know. Yeah. You know, best of luck to them. <laughs> but I think what, what, what I like is that you... Is Do that you want to go see? to this section or the other section? Um, let us go to the other section, actually. Okay, cool. um, I think that the other thing that we've really seen change is that we see a lot of like new, new places opening up here, but we see so many places that have been around for so long are, 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 are still here. Okay. 
Um, we also see a lot of change, but um, and some it's and, and, you know you know um, uh, some it's you know, uh, been bad. We, I am actually uh, referring to the closure of the All Asia, which is a club down the road. Oh, I remember that. That place was a great place for like young bands just starting out. They go, they could play there. Um, I booked a ton of shows there, and and, and uh, Mark Schulman, much love for him because he's an awesome guy. Um, they had some really cool shows there. Fortunately, it's, it's uh, no longer around, but I hear tell Mark is actually opening a new place pretty soon. Is it, gonna, is it also going to be in Central Square? I think it might be more in the Somerville area. I'm not entirely sure. This transition to Somerville. Yeah. All right. We've also seen um, a lot of other clubs close down. Um, radio, which... Radio closed down? Oh, it closed down a little, uh, a little while ago, actually. They had some kind of electrical problem. And they just couldn't get their parish done quickly enough. They couldn't get their, um, and so they actually lost their liquor license. And a venue that doesn't serve beer loses some flavor, you know. But I hear tell it's actually going to be reopening. Uh, I've heard talk that uh, an old post office was actually just bought and may become a new a new uh, music venue. So it's nice to be, because we see even though some 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 places close down new places uh, show up or they just get like um, uh, revamped. So the, the city, it never really like sits still. No, that's great. I I actually performed at radio a couple of times and I'm really sad to hear that it's closed. This work? Yay. So you said you plan on being in Boston for the foreseeable future. If for some reason that were to change, where do you think you would want to move to? Uh, I would definitely want to move to uh, Portland, Oregon. I was there last uh, last fall, and um, another shout out, one of many, to my friends um, uh, Matt and Diane, who who live out there, just treat me like an absolute king the, the whole time. They're awesome. But Portland is a really wonderful city. Um, it's very mellow, very chill. People there are super nice. Um, it's also very like very like nerdy city, which really up, um, appeals to me. Okay. And they have. Um, just they, they, they really support like the nerd culture. They're, there's a lot of like options out there for you if you are into like the gaming or you know or the, or, uh, the video games or whatever. It's it's got a place for you. There was one place where they, where they took me called uh, Ground Control. It's a bar and it, and an uh, arcade open till two in the morning. Nice. So you can like do shots while you're playing like Street Fighter. It's an amazing place. That sounds pretty cool. And it's it's also um, there's just so much like going on in Portland. They they've got a good like music scene, good like theater scene. They do like outdoor like movies uh, during the summer. I, I just like I, I I only spent a week there, but I was like I could definitely live here. So if I were to ever leave, that would be very likely my next uh, port of call. Have you seen the show Portlandia? I have not, but I've been told it does not reflect the city at all. Do the do the people in Portland say that? Yes, they do. <laughs> okay. They say yeah, watch the show, but it's nothing like us. I don't know where they where they uh, get the stuff. I actually heard, I think I don't remember, I listened to a bunch of podcasts. One of them was talking about how there's a bit of a heroin problem there. Did you see, like, um, kind of a gritty underside to the city of Portland? Not really, no. Um, I have heard about that, though. I've heard that they've got a big, a big um, uh, heroin problem. I heard that they had, they had a big meth problem for a while, too. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't really see any, like, grit to the city at all, which is one of the reasons why I thought I could definitely live here, because it's just so, like clean. I mean, the trains are awesome. Oh, my God. They have trains? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, seriously. They, 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 they have their own version of the T, open until something like uh, 2 a.m. And I think it's, like, relatively new because the, because the trains are, like, spotless. Seriously. That does seem really nice. Yeah. That's a, that means I would consider living there as well. 
Um, so wait, let's go into some general basics. Like, all right, you work in music. I want to know. Uh, we talked a little bit about this before. Favorite bands, uh, least favorite bands, least favorite venues for music in Boston. Oh, geez. I'm asking you. I I really name names, huh? Yes. Oh my God. Um, least favorite venue. Um, Oh man, I got bad mouth someone now. This is not good. <laughs> you tricked me. You tricked me. No, it's okay. It's cool. It's cool. I would say the venue. Um, God. You know what? I think um, this hasn't been my least favorite venue to like see shows, but it has been. I think my biggest letdown would be Precinct, because I don't think they they do uh, shows anymore. That's why I I've, I've uh, heard tell. And um, hopefully that, and, and, and if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm sorry, Precinct, but if that's the case, major bummer because it's a great place for shows. Very, like, small, intimate uh, kind of place. And I, I've really seen some pretty killer shows there, but if they're not doing that anymore, oh, man, bummer, bummer. But um, Very diplomatic answer. Thank you very much. Um, I would say, I would say, you know what, um, God, what are some of the other least favorite places? Uh, I think one of, the, one of the more challenging places is Toad in Cambridge because it's a very small place, and they, and they do, like, free shows, which is awesome, but it's not going to pass you about, like, 30 people, so it's very easy for that place to get totally packed. And I've been uh, turned away before the door because they're saying, sorry, man, capacity. It's like, come on, there's, like, 20 people inside. Um, that's been a very challenging place to go to. If you want to go to a show, you've got to get there early. Very good chance you will not be able to to uh, get in. Okay. And based on the small capacity of that, would you say that's a space for younger bands, or is that a, like do more established acts play there and just like not get to play to many people? Um, I've seen bands of like all kinds of skill levels play. I've seen some kind of new bands, or at least like new to me. I've seen bands that I don't for a fact have been playing for years and years and years. So I don't think it's necessarily caters to particularly like young bands. Um, but I, I, again, it's just a very like cool place, very like intimate. You're very you're, you're very like close to everyone. So if you get any kind of like social anxiety, you don't want to go there. I do have that, so I probably uh, will avoid it. Although it's really close to my house, so I I've always seen it and been like maybe maybe not. Yeah yeah yeah. All right, so let's get menus so we can discuss some of the food I like options. All right, I'm just gonna take some. Okay. You can talk about anything. All right, talk about anything. Oh my God, what do I talk about? All right, I'll talk about Say Why Black Out. We're on live Thursdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on WEMF Radio. You can, you can also catch the, um, the past episodes on our website, which is Say Why Blackout.blogspot.com. Big shout out goes to Mad Zapp, my co host with, uh, with, uh, with the most. He's uh, been part of the show for the past uh, couple of years now. Amazing personality, amazing host. Could not do, do the uh, show without him. So, Matt, much love to you, brother. Fantastic. I was going to ask you to do that at the end, but perfect. All right, so here's a menu. I'm going to take this off the table so that they know that we're interested in eating. All right. Uh, the food here is awesome. I mean, I mean, they've got everything. They've got all kinds of drinks and beers and wines. Um, they've got, like, the basic, like, burger combo if, if, you want, if, if you want to do that. If you want to be a little adventurous, they've got all kinds of... Um, uh, falafel, uh, tabbouleh, hummus, all kinds of stuff. So it's, it really caters to, I think, any kind of taste. Okay. So I don't think I've had 
I think I might have had a chicken kebab once, but the rest of this stuff looks pretty interesting. Yellowfin tuna, wild salmon. Hi, we're recording a podcast. Oh, great. <laughs> um, but I want to know, based on the fact that you work here, what is your favorite thing on the menu? Oh, the lamb shank for me. The lamb shank? Absolutely. Is that the most expensive thing, or is that actually? No, it's it's my real favorite thing. I'm not sure if it's the most expensive. Um, if you're looking for something less expensive, I really like the makluta as well. If you're into stews. I, I, I do like stews. And this pumpkin stuff, is this, is this pumpkin stuff season, like, or is it seasonal, or is it year-round? Year-round, year-round. That's, uh, yeah, it's very good. Flies off the shelves, that one does. All right, well, I'm going to have to consider all these things. Okay. It's going to be a while. Sure. It takes me a long time. Sure, absolutely. They've got pumpkin things, and because it's fall, I'm very tempted to just yes, go ahead with it. I, I, have, I, I, I love the fall. I love the other winter. I know I'm like the only Wait, person. You, you just said that you loved winter in I will go on record as saying I love winter in Boston. No one else does. People scorn me for it, but I take that scorn because I love winter. What about winter do you enjoy? I, I, just like, I just like the cold, you know? I like the cold. I like seeing the snow in ways like transforms landscape, you know? I'm from a very suburban town, so w- winter there is beautiful. Yeah, it sucks to shovel your car and have to drive it sometimes, but you take the good with the bad. I mean, like, summer, summer can kind of, like, suck, too, when it's still, like, blazing hot out. You can't go outside without, like, melting. So you, you just take the, the, you take, the good, you take the good with the bad. Nothing for me beats chilling out with um, a good book on a winter day with, a, with a, a cup of coffee. Love that. I think it's true that uh, when they say that if you were born in this climate and you're raised, like, a few years, then for the rest of your life you'll be able to deal with it a lot better than someone else who was born in, like, a much warmer climate. I also think the reverse is true. I was born in the south near a swamp, so I'm used to, like, 100 degrees, 100% humidity, and so everyone else is dying, and I just feel like, oh, yeah, it's just it's a little warm. It's about it. No big deal, right? It's like, no worries. Well, I was was born here, actually born in um, July, so you think you, you think I would be uh, be more of like a summer guy, but nope. <laughs> bring on the snow, bring on the ice. Uh, I'll never understand it. So, what are some of the things that you're considering getting? Let's see. Um, well, I've had um, uh, the the um, floth before. That's uh, that's really good. But I'm I kind of like to just do like random things I've never actually ha- actually had before. Mm-hmm. So I think I might just close my eyes, let my kind of let, uh, let, uh, let my finger wander around and see what it like falls on. Hopefully. If it falls on uh, something good, but I'm, I'm sure it will. But I'm leaning a little more towards uh, the kebabs. Mm-hmm. Any of those uh, look good. Um, I might go also with the... I'm not really sure what else. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So what are some things that... You would show, like, you have someone coming in, never been to Boston before. What things are you like, okay, come with me, we're going to go do X? Wow, okay. Um, what would I show them? Thank you. Let's see. Um, well, first off, we'd be, like, walking all over the city. Because Boston is such a great walking city. Um, I think I would definitely I would definitely take them to a show, pro- uh, uh, probably here at the... Um, uh, the Middle East. I probably also take them to church, which is an, an, another killer venue. Love that place. I think I've been there. Okay, it's right in the uh, the Fenway area. Awesome. I like that place. That's a really cool place. Uh, one of the few places with its own free parking lot. 
No joke. In the Fenway? Sir, I know. I am not kidding. This is not an illusion. <laughs> I am not crazy. Not entirely, at least. But it, it, it is there, except when there's a Red Sox game. Then you got then you got to pay. Oh, boy, you got you to gotta pay. Um, where else would I take them? So definitely take them. We would be walking throughout the city. I would definitely take them to a show. I think uh, if I wanted to do food, I might bring them here. You know, uh, but I might also take them just... Like, Boston has it. It's really, like, great pizza. I might take them to Crazy Do's. Um, where else would I take them? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm blanking here. I think uh, bar-wise, there's so many great bars here. I'd probably take them to, uh, let's see, uh, Tavern uh, in, uh, in the Square. I could also take them to, uh, oh, um, uh, Bukowski's. I haven't been there for a long time, but they, but they, but they got, like, 200 beers. <laughs> It's an amazing place to get drunk. It's right in like the center of the city too, so you can take the, take the uh, the tea there. Um, where else would we go? Oh my god! I'll think of some stuff like later on in the show, uh, later on in the podcast. But that would be, I mean, I mean, definitely, definitely music. I think I would take them to uh, the um, Repertory Theater, catch a um, a stage show there, or we go to uh, the Brattle. Because they do all kinds of cool, like old movies, indie movies. I might take them to uh, Davis Square. Probably um, Mike's in um, Davis Square too, because they do really good, like pizza and sandwiches and beers and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, you've you've uh, been there for. All right, cool. Yeah, definitely there. Um, I would say if I want to take them somewhere for like breakfast, definitely the Poor House. I've never been there. It's a great place. Very cheap breakfast, and you get a mountain of food. It's right near um, Heinz, so yeah. So so if you're like if you're like walking towards the Prue from the Heinz stop, it's about halfway through there. So go there. The food the food's amazing. Staff's awesome, especially good when you're really really hungover. That seems like a perfect because, brunch spot. Because they do breakfast until uh, two o'clock. Okay. Because yeah. when you're hungover, you're not trying to get up at like ten to catch no. the brunch at some place. No. All right. I'm gonna pause it so we can order food and begin to eat. You can think more about your answer to the question of where else you'd want someone yes. to go, and uh, then I can speak about the food here since I've never really had it. Okay. All right. So we're recording again? Yes, it looks like we're recording again. All right, so picking back up on the question before. Actually, you know what, tell, uh, it's not in front of you anymore, but tell them a little bit about what you got here. Um, I had the um, chicken kebabs, and, the, and, and they came with... Uh, Rice pilaf and beans, and it was delicious. Just really good stuff, you know. Good, good um, uh, drinking food, you know. Nice. I had something with pumpkins. It was good. If you see pumpkin under the vegetarian section, I recommend it highly. All right, so we're picking back up with the question. You've got a guest coming in from out of town. Yep. What do you tell them to see? I tell them to go to uh, Harvard Square. Okay. Absolutely. What go about Harvard Square? Um, it's such a, a cool place. There's so many, so many cool like uh, uh, restaurants. We have um, uh, Wagamama, which is a cool like noodle place. I love the food there. We have uh, Grendel's Den, which is a really good bar. Also like good, uh, uh, good um, uh, food too, but just a really good bar. Very like cozy, kind of like like old style tavern kind of place. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Of course, you, you've got the uh, the bridal theater nearby, so you can ca- catch like an like, old film. I went. I remember one 
uh, going there once for this like uh, classic horror movie marathon. So I saw the, ori- the original Invisible Man and the original Mummy. It's like, oh, this is so cheesy, but so awesome at the same time. It was great. So I would definitely recommend Harvard Square. I would then say, okay, now we're going down to, uh, let's see. We're going to go to uh, Davis Square, hit some uh, Red Bones. Yep, good choice. Yep, definitely go to uh, catch a show at the uh, Davis Square Theater. Get some uh, brunch at um, um, uh, Burn. And then we're going to be, I think, uh, jetting off to uh, Brighton. Because we've uh, got to go to Great Scott for a show, either either a comedy show or a, or a, a music show. If that doesn't work. We got uh, Brighton Music Hall. Yes, Brighton Music Hall, for, uh, formerly Harper's Ferry, named after a Civil War battle. It's our history time, guys. You're learning stuff. I'm teaching you things. The more you know. Um, and from there, I think. Uh, they may maybe j- just be about done in, but if they're still rolling, we're gonna go to um, was it uh, Tequila Sunrise? Okay, yeah. Great, great drinks there. I, I went there once, and I and the, and, the, and the waitress said, "Okay, what do you want?" I said, "Surprise me, bring me something strong, and just shock me." She comes out with this like I think this is like a chocolate stout. Afterwards, was like, "Oh my god, I think I'm gonna pass out." It was so powerful, but I loved it. And then if uh, he's still standing, and he will be, I'll make, I'll make sure of that, because we'll go get some coffee in some amazing coffee places around here. Um, actually, um, Dolce Vita is a new place to open up in Brighton, near where I used to live. Great coffee, great, uh, great sandwiches. I think we're going to finish it off by going to uh, Bukowski's to try at least five random beers. Okay. That's a pretty intense day. I think it's at least a weekend. Okay. We're going we're, we're gonna to have to give it like three days. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. And they're not going to want to leave after that. Any last thoughts? Okay. All right. People say, people say Boston's kind of like a mean place. Everyone here is so cynical. It's not. Boston is full of some pretty amazing people, some crazy people, but in a, in a, in a fun way. It's an eclectic city. It's a diversity. There's a million things to see and do here. Come in for a day. You're definitely going to like make some friends. You're going to have some uh, good times. And you're not going to want to leave. I mean, I moved here seven years ago. I never looked back since. And I could, I, I could see myself living here for a very long time. It's an amazing city. Come down. Check it out. Simple as that. And go to the Middle East. And you know what? I'm going to plug myself like crazy. Listen to CY Blackout every Thursday, 8 p.m. to 10 on WEMFradio.com. And uh, check us out. Music, moves, and more. That's what we're all about. So, a very strong ringing endorsement for the city of Boston uh, from someone who likes the cold. So it's, it's going it's it's to have a little bit of a caveat. Just putting that out there. All right. This has been Person About Town. Thanks so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. How do you turn this thing off? Stop.